Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something I wasn't expecting that either. Ah, uh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monster is like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. And then the hurt child became present when you mentioned it. And I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. It's funny, I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She, like, hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> uh -huh. It wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. All week been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel light. Like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. I have been making progress with, like, um, my, like, work productivity and stuff. That's actually been going really well lately, like, almost strangely well. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, Hey, do you remember, do you remember last time when we did, um, minutes of meditation? Oh, yes. <laughs> would you, <laughs> would you like to do that again today? Um, yeah, yeah, I think, I think that might be helpful. Um, but I do have, I think, a direction in which I want to go. Um, and also, did you, did you want to do like the one minute of meditation, uh, before we dive into it or? If you would. I, I am fine. However, you would prefer to do it. Okay. We could do the one minute now and then, um, mm -hmm. yeah, we could do one minute now. And then if you want to do more minutes sometime in the call, in our conversation, I could just, either of us could just bring that up. That sounds good. Awesome. Okay. Okay. I'll set a timer for one minute. All righty. Okay, that was a minute. Alrighty. So okay. I um 
So work has been going really well. And I just started classes um, for grad school. And that's really exciting. And I feel like for the first time in a long time, I'm not like down on myself about how much I'm doing. Um, and so I feel like the progress on, um, on some of these parts has been, um, it was just like a slow buildup of, well, while I was, while I was being all frustrated with the lack of progress, um, I was still slowly learning how to consider and like honor the wishes of my heart. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that's really cool. And I also, um, I stopped being like super, like for a while I stopped being as serious about IFS because I found that I couldn't separate the seriousness from mm -hmm. the agenda part. And yeah. I feel like there was a point where the agenda part finally just got tired and gave up and was like, I clearly can't make progress by pushing this. So I'm just not going to push it. Wow. And so for a while, I feel like I wasn't doing that much, mm -hmm. but it seems like the not doing that much led to more being done. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> need to spread less, less IFS to the world. <laughs> yeah yeah or or spread uh, spread less in my internal system anyway maybe i don't know congratulations so feeling less <laughs> down on yourself that mm -hmm. i'm thinking back to our last conversation which involved uh shame that was always saying mm -hmm. you're not doing enough or you're relaxing or you're doing it the yeah. wrong way well i guess that was more agenda part saying kind of here's how it needs to look and Mm -hmm. Sounds like both of them might have relaxed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say, I would say that, um, I say yes. And especially agenda part has wow. chilled a bit. So cool. yeah. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, and I meant to even like DM you and update you, but I've just been so busy. You've with been stuff, chilling too I, hard I, to, I... to message me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I wanted to say like the fact that I'm not checking in does not mean that I'm not having a good experience because it's sort of the yeah. opposite. Yeah. You're not checking in, yeah. but you're not checked. You're not checked out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, what's, what I've been, uh, dealing with lately and, uh, again, it seems like even just being, paying attention to this in the past week or so has helped a bit, but basically, um, and I don't mind you putting this in the final recording. Um, I had an acid trip with a friend a week or two okay. ago. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it was like, it was fine. There was nothing wrong with the experience. Like my friend was great. Like it, we just chilled in my house. Um, mm -hmm. 
but I was feeling some distress, which I had anticipated I would because, um, because I was feeling sort of a, on one level, a constant sort of gloom from um, this grief of losing my ex. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, I had also had it extra triggered a few days prior um, from seeing a play that really brought my feelings to the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that was, yeah, it was kind of challenging. Like I didn't like, I didn't freak out. I didn't even like tell my friend what was happening because it's one of those things that like, you want to open up and you know that they would listen and care about you yeah. if you did, yeah. but you also just don't want to embarrass yourself. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> so, so just so I'm clear, it's you and yeah. the friend, you've both mm-hmm. taken the same amount and you're yes. both, and you're alone together in your house. Yes. Just hanging okay. out. By the yeah. way, I have- just, a thunderstorm just yeah. started and sometimes that kind of knocks out my internet. So if I yeah. disappear, we'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, no worries. Um, so yeah, so we were just hanging out. We had a, a lot of good conversations. Um, and and we, we definitely had some fun, but this was sort of at the at the anywhere from the back of my mind to the front of my mind that at every particular time. And, and I remember like laying on the couch and while she was like in the bathroom and I was just thinking like, okay, um, clearly there is a part here that needs help. And I'm, I am told that the thing to do is go towards whatever is scaring you, uh, with, with these things. And, and it wasn't like, uh, like I didn't, we didn't do like a high, high dose. It was like a normal dose. It was a hundred micrograms. Um, okay. So a high, do- a high dose so is I like, wasn't like, huh? A high dose is like 150 or more. I don't know my oh, acid no, doses very well. I think you're breaking up a little bit, oh, um, but uh yeah um but it's like um yeah I would I would say that that uh 100 micrograms is like a normal average dose like um higher higher than that is probably a high dose and lower than that is a low dose uh and I and and if anyone is listening and thinking about getting into it, definitely start with a low dose. I did half of that for a uh-huh. number of times before I even went to a full one. Uh-huh. Um, so Good to know. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah. Um, so you were you were going so, towards it. You had this idea about going towards the gloom and the grief um yeah I was I was going towards yeah trying to welcome it 
and accept whatever came out. And so this part, I guess, came up. Um, it really just manifested as a feeling and as sort of a set of thoughts. Nothing, nothing like super visual or in my imagination. Um, mm-hmm. um, no particular image, but but it was this feeling that I felt before when I've had like a really bad like weed experience which I know I've talked about that before Mm -hmm. um except that you know different drug different reaction to it I wasn't just in this state of panic um I was able to sort of uh be there and 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 move toward it in in a reasonable way um and so I just I found out this information from it that it's just really sad that it feels like what happened was not okay and there's just no way to reconcile it no way to live with it and i've always thought that i you know um that i generally wanted my life and wanted to be in it and that is true for almost all of my parts but for this one part like it does kind of feel like life is life is worthless. There's no point in continuing. Um, yeah. That's because because this happens. Um, yeah. It's just like yeah, like it's fucked. So yeah, yeah I really just want to welcome this part and and open open things up for it because. I had actually, I did just remember the visual that I did have, like the mental image that I had was actually, I did have one. Um, It was of, and it was a feeling too, of like drowning, of being like trapped underwater. You're trying to swim to the surface, but there's, it's not even like, there's something hard there. You cannot surface at all. And you're just... And this part just feels like it's constantly drowning and dying, but it can't actually die because parts don't die. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's just underwater suffocating all the time. And I felt, I felt this like constriction in my chest, like I was drowning a little bit. Yeah. In that experience, was there, did it feel like talking to parts? I mean, was that, at all going through your head of, oh, this is a part. Um, I lost you. It was that your head of. Damn, sorry. During the experience, okay. did it, did it feel like you were talking to parts? Did that go through your head? It felt like. It felt like parts were emerging. Yeah, it didn't it didn't feel like I was totally blended with that part. Otherwise, I obviously would have been panicking probably and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I would say it felt like there was a part. And that's that's kind of what I struggled with is like, you know, either I want to live or I want to die. And obviously I want to live. But it turns out there is one part of me that wants to die and the rest of them yeah. want to live. And that that ability to have that 
that multifaceted thing going on is I find that actually really helpful because I can acknowledge that feeling without feeling totally threatened by it. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you go to a, when you go to a therapist and then you have to fill out the form and they say, have you ever thought of suicide? Yeah. You you could say like, well, part (laughs) of me, part of me. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> i wouldn't recommend that yeah i know what happens i know what happens no. when you put sure i know what happens when you put sure who hasn't uh, anyway <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay so okay so and then i mean is there was there a conclusion or, or did you just kind of make contact with that part and then that's where you left it. I is made I need contact to... with mm-hmm. it. I feel like I accepted it more than I ever had, which felt good for both it and me. And I feel like I, I still, um, even afterwards, I kept making an effort to remember it existed and accept it. I even wrote something down about it so that I wouldn't forget about it um, because uh, I felt that, that it was it was very um, very helpful that I was able to pinpoint this instead of just feeling a general sense like the world was a shade grayer than it should be mm-hmm. I actually yeah. found the source of the pain and I I felt that was really valuable and that this part it's just suffered so much and it it definitely doesn't deserve to be forgotten about and and then tossed away again um and so i do feel like perhaps especially because i've been in a pretty good mood all week i feel that it's perhaps partially unburdened but i really want to ensure that it just gets taken care of yeah. Yeah, just through um, just through well being acknowledged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I mean, it sounds it just sounds so good. What you what yeah. you've noticed and where you are with parts. Yeah, it it feels it feels a lot nicer than before I and I also worked through some stuff I think with agenda part where I was able to and and I want to keep doing this as well um but I was able to sort of acknowledge its frustration not just ask it to step back but actually identify with some of its despair because really all it wants is just to be okay and not to feel terrible all the time and I think that's a very reasonable thing to want and I and I feel like if it gets upset and frustrated and angry about not being able to ever have that then you know maybe its efforts aren't helping the process but Mm -hmm. it it's totally understandable that it. Yeah, you want to well. welcome that. You want to welcome how it feels. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's just so 
it's been so frustrated. Like, please just give me something. Like I need, I need this to be, to be better than it is <laughs> like that kind yeah. of energy. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I would just like to get closer to that, that sad exile. And I even remember in a past session, I, we were, we were working with undeserver and undeserver said the exile is sad and the exile Mm -hmm. is sad. He was right. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. When you think about doing that, are there parts that come up? that object Mm. to doing that um yeah there's a little bit of uh fear that it'll be intense if i really focus directly on it and there's a little bit of a fear that i'll lose the progress that i've made like in terms of feeling like i'm feeling good this week i'm having a Mm -hmm. good week and what if delving into this makes me have a bad week and then i don't do the things I need to do. I don't get my work done. And then not yeah. getting my work done makes me feel even worse. And I just go back to the way I was before. Like that's kind of the fear. Yeah. Sounds like a reasonable fear. Yeah. Could, could be agree. intense, huh? Okay. Yes. Do you have any ideas of how we but could? It's not. Well, I, it's not like a huge, huge fear. Like I'm not sitting here feeling a bunch of palpable anxiety. It's just, that is on my mind. So I don't think these parts are like totally resistant to stepping back, but they do need, I guess, some, some kind of reassurance. And I guess what I can tell them is like, we don't have to go all the way deep into it immediately we can edge toward it slowly and that's okay yeah yeah and how how does it respond to to hearing that from you uh they they do feel a bit better hearing that we don't we don't have to just dive in completely it's not all or nothing um yeah maybe you could kind of pre-plan like here's the intensity that i'm if i get to this intensity that's when i'll know i'm i'm going too much and i'll step back Mm. something like that yeah yeah Hmm. i wonder what that point would be i mean i guess they can they can just let me know right Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah even better (laughs) even better Yeah. yeah let them do what they do yeah, because they're going to do it anyway, so mm-hmm. <laughs> may as well sanction it. Um, yeah. It's weird how the word sanction means both to allow and to disallow, but in this case, hmm. I obviously mean allow. <laughs> um, yeah, you're just but, being so welcoming of all these parts. <laughs> Thank you. I, I try. I mean, does it... Um, it I think it and, is... I, go ahead. Uh, I think it is because agenda part has stepped back. Like agenda yeah. part, like I feel like almost had a, a problem with not with not going deep. And then it was like, oh no, it's it's fine. I've learned this lesson before and it's wow. it's just chilling. 
So awesome. I think I really think that so much of my difficulty was that agenda part was just having a rough time in the past. Yeah. Okay. Any other parts have any concerns about you going to this sad one? Um, I know that Undeserver is in there and it will, I think it is the main part or he is the main part that is keeping the exile in that like suffocating box of water or whatever um because it just feels that he has to in order to keep a sense of like a realistic understanding of the world sort of because there's a feeling that well it things are fucked and if we if we let the exile out and we start believing that things aren't fucked then we're in a delusional fantasy world and that's not real. Right. Yeah. I, I think I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like if, if we were to just uh, pretend that there aren't problems in the world. Yeah. Or, or yeah. in your system that that would. Yeah. The, the message is kind of like, well, it you know if you want to if you want to die that sucks but like what happened happened nothing i can do to change the facts right yes there's nothing it can do to change that and there's nothing <laughs> that we can do to end the problems in the world all of them yeah so how are you feeling towards undeserver sorry toward what how are you feeling towards undeserver um, I feel a little scared, um, that he is, um, scared that he's right or that even if he's not right, he won't stop. Mostly, yeah, mostly scared that he's right. And also, but also I am feeling understanding of him like I don't really blame him for keeping the exile in such a bad mm -hmm. position like as much pain as the exile is in like I I get it I get why yeah. he feels like he has to do that he's not doing it because he is a, some kind of sadist and just enjoys it like he, he hates it too. right okay yeah let him know you see that and yeah. when you say when you say there's a fear that he's right that is fear that he's right, that if you were to heal this part, that you might become delusional about the things that are fucked up in the world? There is sense that if I were to heal that part, then it wouldn't be real, it wouldn't be true, and then I would, and there's like a sense of like, don't give me false hope that healing is possible. Mm, yeah. Um, because if if it's wrong, if I take the good thing and the good thing isn't real, then I have then I have nothing. And it's better to just not hope for that. Okay. 
How do you respond to that? I think you may be cutting out again. How do you respond to that? Hmm. Um, the message about hope, I would say, well, it certainly makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, like thinking you have something and not having it is worse than knowing you don't have it. Um, uh, and I would also say that based on what I know about how IFS works, it, it seems like healing is possible because so many other people have healed this way. And I've been through the whole chapter in the IFS textbook about how um, when you unburden an Excel, you're not, you're not screwing up your memory of the past. You may be redoing your past in a certain sense, but you never forget what really happened. Um, but then the response to that is, is sort of like, well, I mean, of course the creator of IFS would, would say yeah. that you're not distorting the truth right, <laughs> he, right, right he probably believes it and he probably really wants to believe it but is he mm-hmm. right right good questions <laughs> okay i think in general the dream of of ifs being quote-unquote real and true is something that is hard for undeserver to to believe he wants to believe it but it's it goes against his sort of the it goes against his whole purpose in protecting me which is to be that cynical eye of Mm -hmm. like you might want this to be true but it's not yeah yeah well i really value that and appreciate that and I'm glad that we have parts that look out for that. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'm sure he's saved me countless times from um, bullshit buying into things that would have been harmful. Yeah. Right. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that we could, I mean, he was concerned about kind of false hopes and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we could do it without any false hopes. I think I think we can go to mm-hmm. parts with just an open curiosity. And mm-hmm. that's also part of going slow is neither of us know how long this will take, how intense it might be, right. what what degree of healing we can bring to a part, how how mm-hmm. healed it might stay over time. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And I hope you never are getting that message from me of like, just go do it and it'll be, and you'll be great. You know, like I'm not selling that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it used to, it used to kind of um, trigger agenda part when you would even remind me of that. And I don't, I don't really feel nearly as much of that anymore. Yeah. 
It's another thing I wanted to call attention to is your relationship with agenda part. I wonder if you can show mm-hmm. that to the undeserver and say, mm-hmm. look, the way the way my relationship has changed with agenda part is not agenda part isn't suddenly everything's perfect and it never comes up. Agenda part and isn't suddenly delusional. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not you and you're not like making things up about agenda part. Like your relationship yeah. is deeper with it now that you're able to uh accept it and value what it brings. server has mm-hmm. an an interesting reaction to that, which is yeah. uh, he's he's very two-sided as all parts are, I think. Mm-hmm. And the the response to that is like if it's something that's slow progress and doesn't involve a sudden realization, a sudden shift in the way that I view the situation, then then it's not then it's not good enough because it's it means that things are still fucked and I'm just learning to live with things being fucked. And that's that's kind of the problem is um learning to live with it is not um not good enough yeah i'm struggling to put the feeling into words but it's a very specific feeling of of yeah of this um this sort of coping uh Mm. is never what i have wanted for my life i want right completely free and if i'm not then things are fucked yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense to me about how he was saying you know is healing possible it it does Mm -hmm. it does have this kind of black or white element it sounds like where it's like well Mm -hmm. yeah if we're not going all the way if we're not healing all the way then why are we, then don't give me the false hopes. Don't, this is just coping. This is just, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel towards him as you see him in that frame of mind or in that yeah. I I get it and I feel I feel bad because I because I get it like and I he's it's he's like the two sides of the coin this the cynic and the idealist at the same time and right. um I really just so badly want the I really want this world that he wants to believe in to be real for him. Mm. Yeah. I guess I think I'm somewhat blended with him. Yeah, it sounds like it. But, yeah. I mean, good good catch. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if that world was real, then that means that that you could have that big insight have that Mm -hmm. I'm at the finish line we're done Uh, Mm -hmm. 
all is well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got parts like that. Yeah. I think you may have cut out again. Or... I was just said, I just said I have parts like that. You have parts like that. Mm-hmm. If you, if you said something just now, I also didn't hear. No, I'm just thinking. Okay, so I'm just cause, think- yeah, because your last sentence got cut off too. So I just wasn't, I'm never Damn. sure how long you're talking when, when it cuts out. That's, I'm being, so I'm being I may, slow. I may keep asking. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, I didn't say anything. Okay. Any, anything. Uh, really, I'm just thinking about your relationship with him, with this undeserver thinking about where it is, where it's been, what he needs from you. Mm -hmm. I mean, he definitely needs, um, somebody to accept these these things about him when self is that is that someone for sure um and that i think that's helping and and will help as as time goes by um i don't know it's like It's like he needs to be given permission to want these things and Mm. to not be told that he's being overly idealistic and not be, not be told that the world's, the world can't be, um, not be told that he has to settle for less, um, and I feel like the way the direction that that's going is that maybe there was there was a line that I heard on an IFS podcast that kind of stuck with me, which is that parts think at first that they have to settle for unconditional love from self, and then as time goes by, they find out that they're not settling at all. Settle for unconditional love. Yeah. Like, Hmm. like instead of good things happening, self loves you and self is here. And it's like, yeah, yeah. But like, I want the good thing to happen. Oh, right. Right. Um, But yeah, but then it turns out slowly that that unconditional love does fill the voids in a way that the parts did not trust it would at first. Right. Yeah, well, you yeah. just had you just said that what it wants is permission to want these things and to right. not be told that that that's crazy or so. Yeah, it does. It does so sound to me like what it wants is a relationship. It also mm-hmm. wants to see the world this way and that way, which is fine. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it wants to not be alone in how it feels and yeah. It's understanding. 
And I think it is serving a very important purpose in preserving that idealism because so many people I've noticed when something like this happens, when someone dies of an addiction, the the line that everyone gets together and repeats is like, you couldn't have made them change right, or right, right, right. they didn't want it bad enough or right. they were just beyond, after a certain point, there was nothing anyone could do. And yes. I hate all of that. And yes, like, it's true that now that he's dead, he will never come back. But like, I Those, will die hmm. on the hill of that. It didn't have to happen this way. Yeah. Like it did in the sense that, you know, free will isn't real or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But like, <laughs> no, I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. Yes. Yes. Those are, those, those are justifications. We can prevent yeah. things like this from happening if we have the yeah. right. Yeah. And if that was our answer to everything, like we wouldn't, we <laughs> wouldn't try to do, to do anything. Right. We would just. Yes. <laughs> right. So. Right. And every person who recovers, I swear, has somebody that they're like, if this person hadn't been there for me, I don't know where I would be. And so it just does not make sense that there was nothing anybody could do at at, at certain points, you know? Right. Like it was right. always, yes, like partially his choice to do the things he did, but like it's not, it's people don't make choices in a vacuum. We're all so interconnected and, right. and, and protectors, protectors make these choices. It's not, it's, it's, all, it's like not even a real choice. A lot of the times when we're, when we're taking these actions, it's like the protector just kicks in and makes us do things that we don't want to do. Right. And, you know, it's like Dick Short says, parts don't ask permission. And so with that right. understanding, addiction makes complete sense. Yeah. So yeah, it it was preventable, right? This was a mm-hmm. this was a preventable yeah death, a preventable accident. Yes, it was. And having an ideal about a world in which terrible things that couldn't be prevented are prevented, I think mm-hmm. is beautiful. And yeah, we definitely yeah. need that. Yeah, I agree. Right. Is Undeserver receiving that message from you? I yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I he has been like I think throughout the conversation. It doesn't it doesn't feel like it's entirely enough but um he is taking in some of that validation yeah and this isn't a criticism of him but he's he's kind of the not enough part you know like that's part of his ideal about the world is that we can always do more yeah. So or or that we can't always do more um as individuals. Sometimes mm-hmm. people are 
maxed out, but we can do more as a society. Like part of the yeah. reason that I stopped being able to do things is because I was not in every way, but in, in, in some significant ways, I was alone and trying to help this person. And so there's a real feeling of alienation from society of like, you know, these systems were supposed to protect us, like, like the, the medical system, the mental health right. system, um, right. the, the community, the, you know, his family, they were right. supposed to be stepping in so that I wasn't the one who all this shit fell on. Right. And it didn't quite exactly happen that way. And so, yeah, there's self-blame. But then when I dig even deeper, there is a feeling that, you know, humanity is just in a in a bad state that yeah. that you can't count on people. Yeah. Yeah. And how does it feel just getting that out and, and yeah, us being okay with that. How does it feel Mm. being, being able to get that out? And does this, does undeserver feel like that we're okay with that, that he has permission to feel those things? He does feel like I'm acknowledging it and you're acknowledging it. Like, like he's not being nobody's fighting him on these um yeah. important things that he's bringing to us and that mm-hmm. that feels good um yeah. on some level it also feels bad because there's no um there's no sudden realization that everything's actually fine but it is it is good to be listened to and not be like run around like oh you know, there was really nothing you could have done or whatever like which is what a lot of people say and i've i've really had to learn to just sort of stand up for him in those moments and and not and not agree with whoever's saying it as well intentioned yeah. as it might be yeah, he helped you with that. Yeah. Helped you find the right or stay away from the wrong, what felt like the wrong kind of support. Yeah. And and I, he feels bad partially because um, this was always sort of a truth that he was bringing to me. Um. And there were many times, many times when I did listen. Um, but there were also times when um, when it seems like sort of the, there were just so many people telling me this and I was having such a bad time with my ex. Like I was, mm-hmm. you know, it was just a constant traumatic experience for years on end. Um, And so it's really hard to go by that internal compass when 
everything you're doing seems to make you feel worse. And on top of that, other people are telling you that you're doing the wrong thing. There's like no positive feedback yeah. for fighting this good fight, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, he feels that if I had stuck to my guns, things might have been different. If I hadn't let let that mindset sort of, if I hadn't sort of, I guess chickened out is sort of a bad phrase to use, but that's the basic idea. Like mm -hmm. if I hadn't sort of gotten so exhausted that I just went along with the party line that I huh. knew in my heart was wrong. So undeserver wishes that you were more attentive, listening, accepting of the things in your heart. Yes. Okay. The things, yeah, the things that he was telling me were the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might, I think we might all be on the same mission here. Say that again? I think we might all be on the same mission. <laughs> How's that? Well, I believe that the the path of IFS mm -hmm. is not is not one where we snap fingers and have the insight mm -hmm. and everything's fine, but it's one of listening to all the parts inside of us and being yeah. better informed by them. Mm -hmm. And you know, this part is saying you weren't listening to me. Yeah. And I got overridden and maybe other parts got overridden and mm -hmm. now there's, and now there's regret or there's, you know, that's, that was traumatic. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Yes. And I, yeah, I oscillate between blaming myself and blaming society and, um, there are things I wish I had done differently, but I'm also furious that um, that all of that was put on me yeah. in order to just keep this human being alive. Yeah. Like it shouldn't have been controversial that he needed help. Right. And yet it somehow was. Right. Controversial. So. Everybody else's opinions systems mm -hmm. and institutions and society not providing what they yeah. at least say they want to provide yeah yeah like he definitely got help i would even say that he received considerably more help than most people in his position do which is infuriating on a different level um, but there were people you know just people in treatment programs that were like you know, you know, the like you have to do it this way. You have to get into like AA or, you know, you'll be lost or like you, you know, um, will detox you for 12 hours and then send you out on the street with a packet of info, not a single visit right. from a social worker. Like, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know. 
yeah. or like you have you have to just let him experience the consequences of his actions you have to let him hit rock bottom well like we if he hits rock bottom like there's a chance that he might not be able to climb back up so right <laughs> yeah 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 and then my favorite thing is like you have to take care of yourselves Yes, I do. So can someone else watch him while I take care of myself? Because right. Right. taking care of myself also means preventing outcomes that are mentally damaging to me, like him dying. Absolutely. You're in a system. <laughs> yeah. This is a system, yeah. <laughs> that is taking care of yourself. This is your this is someone you care yeah. about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There's there's this idea that we are all an island and that mm -hmm. we can just be happy through this idea of, of individual self-care yeah and, and i think that also damaging. that also can be something that ifs um that that could be a criticism of ifs where it's like mm -hmm. oh is our is our only goal just to just to look inward and and tell mm. myself i'm okay you know, well, that's what I really like about about Dick Schwartz is he focuses like equally on both things. Like he has so much stuff to say about changing society with IFS. Yes, he does. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think ultimately it's it's when you can lead internally, then you can lead externally, and that those are interconnected those are uh, dependent on each other mm -hmm. they are yeah he talks a lot about that too mm -hmm. like you, know, you can't you can't have inner work without outer work and you can't have outer work without inner work yeah how's undeserver feeling about our conversation and the attention on his mm -hmm. his stuff He's feeling validated, but bruised, I think, is the, the bruised? thing. Um, like, yes, just not, not like bruised by us, but like bruised by the world, bruised by the fact that he's right in some cases. Like, yeah. just he feels good in the sense that he's receiving attention and and validation but that yeah. in, in the sense of like ah oh, oh man don't validate me show me some way where everything's actually fine like <laughs> yeah 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 i had a thought about that about that yeah. you know again that kind of big insight that that solves things mm -hmm. and and how he kind of wishes for that which is fine and yeah. i don't want to i don't want to invalidate that but i did have a thought about if we could do that, if it, if we could do it so instantly, w would we deserve it? Like he's the undeserver, and mm. and what what I'm kind of pitching here is, well, this is a path, and we and it's a process to get this part that's drowning some relief, perhaps, or you know, like if it was. I don't know. I just wondered if that might resonate with him of, of kind of, this is, this is how 
we could think of, no, I, I do deserve this because, because here's all the steps I took to get to it. And that in that way, it can be more meaningful and we can feel we can earn, you know, we can mm-hmm. earn whatever healing that we've done because we got the receipts and we, and it wasn't just, <laughs> it wasn't just something yeah. that we found in a book and was like, ah, I found that page I needed to read, <laughs> you know, right. and no, and no one else did. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I don't yeah, know if any of that. I think that. I think it would it would have to square with the facts somehow. That's the thing, and um, and and I'm not I'm not saying like I know that that all of this does like all of it does square with the facts because you know I I was doing the best I could with the knowledge I had, and so is everyone else, and and so it, what happens was preventable but it wasn't preventable in the sense that it if it if it happens then i then that is what i was capable of um and so there's no there's no real reason to blame myself or really to blame anyone else if we're going to get like very down to like the it's one way it's one way to look at it yeah I mean, but, I, my my undeserver was rebelling hearing you say that. <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah, everyone's exactly. doing their best all the time. Okay, yeah. uh, I mean, I can <laughs> I can make that I can make that argument too, but I don't but think we have any way satisfying. to to. Yeah. It's not satisfying, <laughs> and it's also not something we can verify. So, who knows? <laughs> yeah, maybe someone's out there not doing their best with the information they have. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, with the, with the way, with the understanding of like protective parts and Mm -hmm. if we all truly have a self that wants the best and our protective parts are also trying their best to protect us then, you know, maybe everyone is really doing their best. But yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that answer is, is only satisfying up to a point. Yeah. Like, because there's a sense that if, you know, of course, of course, anything, like, it, of course, everything is understandable. Like, that is just a fact of life. But that doesn't give life meaning. There's no stakes to that worldview there's nothing to lose there's nothing to gain it's just it's it's kind of a nihilistic way of of being almost right right it kind of takes the meaning out of things because it's just yeah as does the no free will thing it's kind of like oh okay so Mm -hmm. yeah why try yeah no meaning don't deserve it Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah so, yeah, he, he wants something more, but he is pretty convinced that there is nothing more to, to, to uncover that's going to radically change the way he feels. But, how, are you feeling, how are you feeling towards him? Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't feel as bad about that as I used to. 
Right. And I don't know why. Maybe it was from connecting with the exile. Or for, or just from hearing him out. I mean, maybe it's, again, yeah, like your maybe. relationship with agenda part where it's kind of like, yeah, I've we've been here, you know, I've heard what you have to say and I don't disagree and it, it matters. And I see when you come up and where you come up, why you come up, I get it. Mm-hmm. And it's an understanding without being blended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's almost like the way, the way back or the way to the big realization is, is just, um, just a slow forming of a relationship with self somehow, but it, it doesn't even make sense when I say that. It doesn't even make sense to me when I say that, but that's kind of the feeling that I'm getting. Yeah. And can you, because it didn't really make sense to me a whole lot, only because you started with the way to this big realization. And Uh uh maybe that would be worth uh, learning from him or, or wherever that's coming from of what is the big realization I think the big realization might be that that might be something along the lines of that I am a good person. Mm-hmm. That's part of what's so up for debate for him is am I good? Am I worthwhile? Am I deserving? And and being able to hold these two things at the same time that mm. that this happens and oh yes also that i'm deserving yeah 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 and this undeserver is the philosophical part mm-hmm. right yeah yeah so there's the there's the philosophical are you good and then there's the yeah I have a part that doesn't feel good and I can maybe help it feel better. I wonder if he uh, or you... Say that last part again? Yeah. I have so a part that what? Th- there's the philosophical, moral, what is good? Am I good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. W- w- you know, that what defines that? And then there's also just parts that are sad, parts that feel worthless. Yeah. And yeah. what self can do for them, which is mm-hmm. about as far from a philosophical as I think we can get where it's like, Oh, this part needs a hug. Right. right. And now it feels, and now it feels better. <laughs> and so I'm wondering but if it, that's a, yeah. I'm wondering if that's a useful distinction just, or a recognition of what undeserver is talking about where. Well, I think they're related because in order mm-hmm. to hug the part undeserver has to decide that it deserves a hug. Yeah. I'm not sure I agree that that we have to solve the philosophical. I'm not sure that I agree that that we, that undeserver has to have that answer, that philosophical answer. Hmm. Well, it, it at least has to be able to step back enough. It has to that, choose to step yes. back. 
Yes. Well, so. it can, and it negotiates that with you. Yeah. And, and we've seen in this conversation and in other conversations how, how to do that or how to do that to degrees, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I do feel like if there's not some sense of deservingness, then he's either going to prevent the exile from being reached or he's going to, if the exile is reached, just put the exile back where, where it was. Yeah. Like I, he does have to be convinced of something in order to change, in order to allow access. But then I also feel like it's a two-way street where unburdening the exile also convinces him. That's right. And that that's that's another way that we could have gone and, and maybe we can go in the future where okay give give it a shot see what see what we can do in 10 minutes see if we can move this a percentage and yeah what that what that how that changes his perception of the value of it mm-hmm. yeah 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 he mentioned you know, at the start, wanting permission to believe what he believes and to say what he's got to say. How does he feel about this whole conversation and your ability to receive that and make space for him to have those beliefs? Um, he feels more a bit more hmm. like he definitely feels like I'm I'm hearing him and oh I think a lot of it is that agenda part is not pushing him change Mm. yeah yeah that's that makes a big difference so he doesn't feel like he's going to be forced into accepting something he doesn't want says right which is where a lot of his fear came from in the past right um he's yeah i'm just yeah i'm getting more of a it used to be like a oh god oh no and now it's more of like a (laughs) which is progress Mm -hmm. it is it is i'm glad you i'm glad you recognize that i think it's progress too (laughs) yeah it's there's mm-hmm. yeah there's a feeling like the stakes of this might not be as high as as he thought they were or something along those lines yeah. i don't know how, how else to put it and i think part of that also was making contact with the exile and for and validating that there was a part of me that might want to like die and and that that almost gave me an understanding that you know that oh this is gonna sound like so macabre i promise i'm not like about to go kill myself but like all right noted there was a there was a realization that i have it on recording dying go ahead yes (laughs) dying is an actual option 
And it then, is. and then realizing that made, made me realize that, yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's like he was um, saying, he wants permission to have, he wants permission to have his feelings. Yeah. 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 Agenda part got permission <laughs> exactly. to have its feelings. He, he wants permission to have his yeah. undeserver wants permission. And, and the, and the way undeserver gets permission because agenda part isn't in here jumping on him. And you can reflect that yeah. and say, look, I can go to this exile without you undeserver and your worldview about whatever, just in the same way I can make a space for you to be you. And that's great. I can go to any part, make a space for them to be them without the interference of other parts. That's the whole thing. You know, that's the whole goal is to free yeah. parts up from that fight and that, yeah, that just entanglement of being mm -hmm. pushed around by other parts. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm How's he feel? How's he feel about all, all of that? Just everything that we've been talking um, about. It feels um, like uh yeah like uh <laughs> like better than better than uh yeah. better than he's <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah. And that's the gradual I, process. That's the gradual yeah. process we might be able to do with an exile. Yeah. Yeah, he feels more like a a, a grumpy 14-year-old rather than a, a looming existential threat, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want but to I'm let him know. I'm not going to say he's not a threat, but, yeah. <laughs> but he feels yeah. less of one. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to let him know again that I really appreciate the grumbling. I really appreciate the idealism. And I appreciate also the philosophical, what is good kind of yeah. inquiry. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want those to go away in me. I don't want, I don't want, I don't think of those as mm -hmm. bad things. Yeah, me neither. I mean, he's, he, like the enormous pain of the truths that he brings, like there's so much reason to want to squirm away from that. And yet not squirming away from it is like the core of what it means to like have, like live a real authentic life and be like a spiritual person. So. Sounds like the big realization if I've ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like, not squirming away. <laughs> yeah. From yeah. the things that we're uncomfortable with, but instead facing yeah. them is the core of an authentic life. <laughs> Yes. Okay. The thing is, he just wishes that that it had happened sooner. That's oh, all. Yes. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess the grief that it didn't right. slowly have right. to move towards. Yeah. Some of that grief is about what society didn't provide. Yeah. And it's the feeling of loss at at not being able to to just compensate for that lack of support Mm -hmm. with my own um, stamina, my own courage. Basically, I just wish that I had, um, I, I know that it, at the point in my life that I'm at now, okay, well, I don't know this, but there's a feeling that at the point that I am in my life now, if the same thing happened, I would know how to respond to it properly without either checking out or burning myself out. And I understand Mm -hmm. that that is a very difficult thing to learn and not something that we can really expect from somebody in their early 20s at this point to be able to just negotiate this entire situation where someone has a life-threatening stigmatized illness like well someone of any someone of any age someone of any age who doesn't have those resources who doesn't have that understanding and doesn't Mm -hmm. have again i'll just say self-leadership of that ability to uh respond to all the different parts that would come up around such a such a scary thing a traumatic thing yeah yeah, absolutely. Like I don't know, I don't know anyone else who would have done even necessarily what I did. Or I mean, I know some maybe some like parents of people, but I don't know another like girlfriend who, right, <laughs> who's right. gotten this far with it. Uh there I'm sure there is one somewhere, but um I just or really like ex, ex-girlfriends and we, we didn't date for very long um but it's still just like it happened and I know there was a better way to yeah. approach it and and it may have been unrealistic of me to expect that of myself but I'm still just very sad that it didn't happen in time Yeah. And are you able to just make space for that sadness now? Does that sadness feel okay mm-hmm. as it is now being being with you being in a in this conversation? It feels half okay, half a little bit a little bit threatening. Um but but it But not entirely threatening. There's definitely some space for it. Like it feels good to just be reminded to, to sit with. It. Yeah. 
that is that is the path. Yeah, there's a feeling of like why why couldn't it have just happened sooner? Why couldn't it have gone my way? I worked so hard and this was such a foundational chunk of my life. It was something that was so important to me. And, you know, it was someone else's life too that just got ruined. And it just would have, you know, like, it's little things like watching a movie and there's a happy ending and I think well I didn't get my real life happy ending Mm. or watching a movie and there's a sad ending and being like yep that's what happened to me too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah play that I saw was Hades Town and it was about, um, spoiler alert for Hades Town. It's a very good play. Uh, but yeah, um, basically there's this couple and they almost, and she she dies or gets taken down to the underworld or whatever. And he has a chance to bring her back. He gets, he works so hard. He gets himself this one chance and then he's bringing her back. He's bringing her back. All he has to do is walk in front of her without looking back at her. And then once they both emerge back into the real world, she'll be there and she'll be alive again. And he's just like a few steps away from emerging and he can't stop himself and he looks back and he sees her behind him. She was there the whole time, but now she's gone forever. And that's, that is the feeling that I have too. Yeah. I was like, oh man, Orpheus, that, that's the character's name. <laughs> like, I know exactly how you feel right now, buddy. Mm-hmm. Fucking sucks. <laughs> Yeah. And I noticed that I didn't feel resentment towards him. I didn't feel that I I didn't feel that he had made like I didn't feel that he was stupid or bad or anything. I just felt like, yep, it's awful. Does this feel like that same part that was drowning? Mm. Are we kind of getting into that space with it? I do. I do think so. And how does Undeserver feel about the way that you are doing that or can do that he he's not really um making any kind of sus right now okay 
he yeah he doesn't feel that this is just yeah just acknowledging the sadness is not is not interfering with his worldview and it's also not as much a source of emotional overwhelm as he previously anticipated i guess yeah yeah we're just acknowledging it there's no there's no selling the false hopes yeah yeah So we're almost at an hour and a half. Yes. (laughs) How, what does he need? How can we or you get back to this place and continue this work Mm -hmm. in the future? Um, I don't know. I I think just by continuing it, like, I don't even know if there's anything in particular, like a strategy or anything. I just, I, I'm just going to remember how this feels and Mm -hmm. go back to this and slowly experiencing it, slowly experience it getting uh, revealed. Yeah. I think that's a fine answer. Do you know when our next Mm -hmm. Uh, date is. Um, I I have been like uh, having so many issues with my calendar, but it it says that it's on the nineteenth, but I don't know if that's even true. Okay. Because I didn't okay. have it on my calendar for today, and I just saw an email coincidentally that <laughs> I was like, okay. oh my gosh. <laughs> so. Okay. Um. Okay. I asked because. But if I it, have you. It, if it's far away and maybe we want to get back to this sooner than later, then I'm open to that. Um, Yeah. So I have something on my calendar for the 19th and I have something for the 26th, but I'm not sure if those are both. Okay. You might want to, what you have. Yes. I will double check all of that. Awesome. And yeah, if, if we are talking in a week, then I, I'd love to bookmark this if, if that sounds like the right thing to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would I would love to get into this again soon. Okay. Okay. I'll go double check all that. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so much. As always, I really appreciate your help. I appreciate everything you're doing. I appreciate those parts of yours and uh, looking forward to continuing. You. Awesome. Yay. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Have a good night. Bye, you too. Bye. Bye. Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Yvonne, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, 
we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments. And the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there. And give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.